Welcome to the Jesse Garcia Show, your half-hour home for politics, culture, and art. We come to you every week with a new story about your world. Today's guest is Candy Cintron, Program Director of the top Spanish radio station in our nation's capital, El Sol 107.9. We'll discuss the radio industry and her career in broadcasting that is breaking glass ceilings. Thank you for following The Jesse Garcia Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. For more information about the podcast, visit jessegarciashow.com. Attention resistors, get your pink knit caps out. It's time to march again. The Women's March is coming back on Saturday, January 19th. The event will mark two years of resistance and two years of building power, which includes more women running and winning elected office. The public will gather at 10 a.m. on the National Mall between 12th and 3rd Street and march at 11 a.m. towards the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. The rally will officially begin at 1.30 p.m. and close out at 4 p.m. Make sure to pack water and snacks to keep you going that afternoon. Sister marches are being planned throughout the United States. For more information about the Women's March, visit womensmarch.com forward slash 2019. That's womensmarch.com forward slash 2019. And here's your weekly news update. On January 3rd, Democrats took control of the House of Representatives, and a quarter of the new Congress will now include 102 female U.S. House members. 34% of those women are first-term representatives in a Congress that will be the most diverse in American history. Boasting the most Latinx members, the 116th Congress will also include the very first Native American and Muslim women among its ranks. California Representative Nancy Pelosi was easily elected to House Speaker, a position she held from 2007 to 2011. The House Speaker shared her priorities for the new Congress within minutes of getting her gavel, lowering health care costs, rebuilding America's infrastructure, and common-sense background checks for gun purchases. And for the queer Latinx community, listen up. Speaker Pelosi rounded off her list of priorities with ending discrimination against the LGBTQ community by passing the Equality Act and protecting dreamers from deportation. Can the woman who worked hard to pass major legislation like the Affordable Care Act and civil rights milestones like the repeal of Don't Ask, Don't Tell and the Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. Hate Crimes Prevention Act strike gold again? She faces an unruly caucus, a devout enemy in the White House, an experienced foe in the Senate, plus she has agreed to term limits that will only allow her two more election cycles for a potential of four more years. Get ready, Rasa. Nancy will need backup to ensure that the change you voted for in 2018 actually gets done. Plan your visit to your representatives and senators office today to support the Equality Act, a Clean Dream Act bill, and other progressive legislation. Let your voice be heard. 
Today, there are many sources for people to get their music, news, and sports. Each year, a new electronic gadget or app comes out to quickly connect you to a platform that customizes your entertainment experience. But one constant, dependable, and reliable source for your audio pleasure that dominates the market is still good old AM FM radio. According to the Nielsen's ratings, 93% of U.S. adults 18 and older listen to radio every week, more than those watching television or using a smartphone, TV-connected device, tablet, or PC. And for the Latinx community, Spanish radio not only keeps your day moving along, but also keeps you connected to your culture. Out of the dozen Spanish radio stations in the Washington, D.C. Metroplex, one is dominating the scene with its mix of Spanish pop, engaging DJs, and community outreach. Leading the way is program director Candy Cintron, who has been building bridges between the LGBTQ community and the Latinx community for quite some time. We'll talk about her rise in the radio industry, her personal work to uplift the community, and the great artists she's been able to work with. I want to welcome to the show my very good friend, Candy Citron. Uh, is it Candy Citron or have you hyphenated? Oh, no, it's Citron. Uh, it's Citron. Yeah. No, Citron. Okay. Even yeah. though Citron Hernandez it's, is okay too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank I you. really, one of the, when I first moved to Washington, D.C., you're one of these visible. Shout out, should I say power lesbians in the community, queer Latin community? <laughs> that was like, I have to know her. She is a mover and a shaker. And um, you've grown, and now you're at this uh, radio station that's already elevated to elevated you to a different position, uh, a more senior position, but you're still in the community. Even though you're married and now you're a parent, you still get involved in the community. You have to. There is there is something that, to say about um, uh, Latinos in our communities. If, no, if you don't step up, who's going to do it for you? You can't depend on someone else to just do your job, do your duty. I mean, it's like if you notice that something is wrong, then address it. You know, don't wait for someone to then pay attention to what you're saying. Um, and I find that uh, I knew that there was a need for Latino um, LGBT community to be more visible. And 10 years ago, I came into this radio station and I said, well, well, you know, you have one of the biggest gay pride celebrations in the country. And that's where I met you. Right. (laughs) Let me tell you, uh, every year, uh, of course, we have our great gay pride celebration in in June. And one of the loudest and largest and most colorful floats out there is the one by the Latino GLBT History Project where I volunteered when I first came on. And it is sponsored, basically put on by El Sol. And it is, you're talking over the top, beautiful, and sound system that carries for three, four blocks. Well, we have to. We are yeah. loud. <laughs> and in Sol, at El Sol, we have uh, uh, our slogan is Latino and proud. Exactly. You know, in, in English, just so, so we could get that message across, you know, not just Latino y orgullosos. No, yes. we are Latino and proud. And we say that pretty, pretty, uh, we kind of like fill our hearts and our big old mouths whenever we say that, and, you know. And, uh, and let me tell you, I want to thank you for that. 
because uh, we only make up 12% of the population in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C. So you could just imagine seeing all these people and we had this big old float coming down. And that year, we decided to come up with every flag, all the 20 flags Correct. from the different land of America. And the, the faces, that right. when the immigrants in the audience that saw their native home you know, flag being carried and with the music in the background, it just connected people so much. It's something that always, always, always gets me. And my, my eyes are getting a little I know. teary because um, it's always something that I've been so proud of. I've been yes. able to accomplish every year when El Sol goes by, you see people go so like, oh, that's El Sol, and they're here. And a then mainstream it's like, radio station. A, main, a, a Latino mainstream radio station. I don't know, yeah. because there's other ra uh, mainstream uh, radio stations that are yeah. involved, but it's the Latino. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is the, this is the, the, the station that my father listens yeah. to, or my mom <laughs> listens to, and they're here, and I'm queer, and... Yeah. Oh and, my and God! And it's okay. You know, and yeah. it's okay. And that level of acceptance is one that we preach every June. We yeah. even have a logo that is uh, with rainbow. All logo. right. You know, awesome. so it's like we. Um, uh, when I came in like ten and, and, and ten years ago, I was like, "Why are you not part of this?" They're like, "Well, take us there." And I'm like, "Oh," and that's and, when uh, I realized. And I was about to ask, um, was this your idea, and how hard was it to convince folks? It was not hard to convince them. It was hard to get it going, okay. uh, simply because it was. Uh, I had a, a boss at the time uh, that was very open about uh, being inclusive with anything. Mm -hmm. uh, however, she didn't know where to go, and I had to. That's actually when I met my wife, and I was like, "How do I get this started?" And I have met her, and she kind of guided me. I mean, yes. so like if any case, I have to thank her. Yeah. I have to thank Lena, the uh, marketer. The yeah. marketer, yeah, yeah. she she that's what she does. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, to sort of uh, guide me and point me to the right direction and says, you know what, um, you may need to talk to these people and that people and that people and so on and so on and so on. And I reached out to three different uh, organizations and it wasn't until I spoke to, um, I believe it was David at the time. David Perez. David Perez at, uh, right, at the Latino Project, Latino History Project. And then he's like, yeah, absolutely. I would love for his soul to be involved. And I'm like... Ooh, okay. We Let's get it make somewhere. It happen. <laughs> I had so much fun, and that year I had to carry the uh, El Salvador flag. Uh -huh. So you could just imagine everybody. I right. was the most popular one out there. Of course everybody was thinking, my, I'm like, must be on everybody's Facebook that summer because I was like, so many people just wanted to take a picture of that flag. Right. I wasn't even from there. But you know, <laughs> someone needed it, and I was just happened to get it, and I was so happy right. that we made people's day. Um, so you've been with El Sol for almost 10 years. Almost 10 years, yeah. And now you're the new program director. Tell us about that. Oh, well, that was obviously That's, 10 years in the, the making. <laughs> 10 years in the making. 10 years in the is, making. Uh, breaking glass ceilings. It's um, only 10% of radio stations in the United States are led by women. Um, so I, you could imagine that maybe one or two percent of those are led by Latina women. Mm -hmm. So yes, it's a little bit of a of a, of a glass breaking, ceiling cracking type of move. And I am so thankful for the people that are actually pushed me the, in the right direction and said, you know, you could do this. You just have to be patient. And uh, you had told me that you were mentored. I was mentored by several people. Thank God, I was lucky enough. Uh, there is this uh, specific lady that is called Valerie Geller. 
She is like a legend in radio. And uh, last year, she kind of reached out and says, okay, so what are we doing with your life? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing that. whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she was great. Uh, she travels all over the world, just kind of uh, shaping radio personalities so like the right way. Fixer. So like uh, she's a, fix a fixer. She's yeah. definitely a fixer. So uh, she actually pointed me to the right direction. And um, I have to thank my, my previous boss, uh, Robert Sanchez, who is the VP of News uh, for iHeartRadio now, and he is uh, a big deal in the mm -hmm. news um, organizations all over the world. And uh, he uh, basically said, Candy, you, you got this. You, you know how to do this job better than I do at this given point. You know, just, just go for it. Why are, you, why are you waiting? So for folks that don't know what a program director does, tell us what your daily Ritualist. Oh, God. Um, so our radio station is not just, um, it's funny because a lot of people think that we are partying here all the time. <laughs> and as you could hear, it's very quiet. It's very quiet. It is very quiet <laughs> because when we are not on, you know, we're not blasting the music all the time. Yeah. Um, yes, we blast the music occasionally, especially uh, Latinos. And this of corner course. of the building, we definitely blast it. But um, it starts with, um, with, with sales. Everything starts with sales. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny enough, I, I have to think about this this uh, time that I worked in the uh, music business. And uh, so I know the VP of a very well-known uh, radio um, record label group came over and is like, why do we sell music? You know, why why are you in the music business? And I was like, oh, because you enjoy music. Oh, because I like creating music. I was like, no, we are in the music business to sell music. We're not doing anything else if we don't sell it. Same thing applies to radio. If we don't sell the radio, we, we don't have anywhere to get the money from and to pay our, our uh, to do payroll and to pay the multi-million dollar licenses and, and the operations. It's very costly. But um, so it starts with sales. It starts with um, coming up with opportunities um, in programming. Um, at least once a week, we we meet and say, okay, so what's going on? What's new? What can we make better? What can we uh, look for endorsements and look for sales opportunities to make sure that we are fed? Exactly. <laughs> um, and secondly, it's the day to day with each one of the on air personalities. Sometimes I say something that is not accurate. Sometimes I say something that is that was out of time. Uh, we have to maximize each and every minute that we are on the air. Um, people listening patterns are already established. They listen to you for three minutes at a time, for five minutes at a time. We need to increase those. Um, uh, it's called TSL, time spent listening. So we need to actually uh, speak to someone and say, in a way that is like, whenever we go on the radio is, we're talking to you. We're not talking to a group of people. It has to be individualized, yes. and and that's something that become takes training, especially for on-air personalities. They forget; they think that they're talking to the world, <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 you're talking to one person, one and person. and and it changes the way that you speak to someone. Um, and when you open up the mic, and it's like, hola, buenos días, cómo tú estás, cómo tú te sientes esta mañana, cómo tú vas a pasar tu día. You know, like this is the things that matter to you, not to everybody else, but to you. And, and that takes training, and that takes everyday guidance and everyday uh, mentoring. Um, I, I'm glad to say and happy to say that our morning show is the number one in Spanish. I was about to say, yeah. congratulations. You've been Thank with you. the organization for 10 years, and it's grown to be the number one out of like all the four stations that we talked about that are Spanish radio here in D.C. You're the number one 
by far. By Double far. digits, Double. you dominate. So that means a lot of ad dollars and a lot of muscle in this area. Um, it's more of, of technicalities. How, how do you place the music that um, we spoke about the different um, digital platforms that just give you music, 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 but they don't tell you how the day is going to be. They don't tell you. They don't tell you that the they weather. don't have that that human touch <laughs> yeah. to say. You know what? You're running a little late because it's seven fifteen in the morning. <laughs> By the way, it's raining outside, so yeah. make sure that you grab your umbrella. Yeah, you could go to an app. That's so impersonal that we all crave a little bit of human touch, and that's why radio is still relevant. Otherwise, then we will have all these different digital platforms just taking over the world, and they have it. Um, it's simply because radio is needed. So I'm happy to say that in the morning show, we are number one by far. Um, and we compete. We don't compete with the Spanish radio stations anymore. We compete with the big boys. With the big boys. With the big boys. Um, in men, uh, we are in the top five Wow. Uh, when it comes to that. Um, and it's, it's consistency. You know, mm -hmm. the, the, whenever a radio station changes um, leadership, or changes thoughts or changes um, on-air personalities, there is a little bit of inconsistency that just doesn't allow for for the people to to sort of identify the, with, with the radio station. Uh, we have also been extremely involved with the community. I want to say that you guys have gone above and beyond. I just saw recently how you've done um, donations to the Children's Health Network. Right. Um, Almost half a half a million. I mean, um, yeah, that number is still growing because we still have a couple of uh, different um, digital uh, campaigns still going on strong. So we hope to hit a million, uh, half a million dollars by the end of this month. Amazing, and also uh, your work trying to bring awareness to Puerto Rico. We did um, last year. We collected uh, cans, um, uh, food, water, anything that we could get our hands on. Because that's where your family's from. Exactly. That's what I'm, and I couldn't get. It's like meanwhile, I couldn't contact my family yeah. at all, and I was collecting everything. And I was like, I don't know if my family is going to need this, but we need yeah. to get this to yeah. Puerto Rico. Uh, we still do uh, different um, uh, digital uh, campaigns that have to deal with, for example, with, um, for example, Ricky Martin had a, a, an approach about selling the T-shirts. Uh -huh. and, and we sort of supported that. We talked about it on the air. We said, and we said like, hey, you know, this is a great gift, great for, gift. For, for Christmas. And, you know, he's, he's actually rebuilding 500 houses in Puerto Rico. So God this is a way. Him. Yeah, <laughs> this is your way. And, and it goes. There's yeah. another LGBT person, you know, yeah. just, just stepping it up. Yeah. Um, and again, I, and I have to, if, I, if any message that I could convey, I would say that. That it's like we all need to step it up and, and sort exactly. of make sure we can't wait for somebody hurting. else. Yeah. And um, I've worked closely with Friends of Puerto Rico, which is an organization that is extremely transparent. And I, and I, love, I love that, that, um, that approach that they have. Anything they do right away, they post it on Facebook, they show you where the money is going. So is your family okay now? My family, thank God, they're, they're okay. okay. Only one of my cousins actually lost their house. You know, she, she lost her house and she pretty much lost everything. But uh, the family was, was um, definitely pulling together and, and they did okay. That's great. Yeah. Now, what got you into radio? <laughs> Tell us how, how it all started. Um, what sparked? What sparked? I don't know exactly what sparked, but at about eight to nine years old, I wanted a cassette recorder. I wanted what they call a shoebox recorder. Uh -huh. And from there on, I started like just recording everyone. 
and recording what they said and then just asking my uncle to say something and then say stop and then go into my to my aunt and record what she was saying and then put the little collages <laughs> together what they said and it will make up a story they're like how did you do that <laughs> um and then when i was in high school which i you know yeah. i didn't know what to do i it yeah. was uh, you didn't have any big celebrities to follow up on yeah. or any big I was the first one, uh, the first person in my family on my mom's side to go to college. So it was like, I really didn't have anything to follow. I didn't yeah. have an example. Uh, so I went to my guidance counselor and she's like, you have good grades. You, you're you very bright. Uh, what are you going to do with your life? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and then she's like, what will you do any day of the week? And you wouldn't even have to get paid for it and you would enjoy it that much. And I said, oh, I would love to listen to the radio or watch TV. So there you go, go into broadcasting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there's jobs there? <laughs> Somehow I thought that that would magically appear. Yeah. And um, so I did some research and I understood so many different jobs that are involved. And I'm like, okay, I want to be that. I definitely want to do that. I definitely want to do, uh, want to be able to choose music that I want to listen to. I want to see something on TV. So um, I was lucky enough to find that spark in me very early on and to be able to follow it um and and now i'm here <laughs> throughout your career this is where we get to name drop mm -hmm. who are the artists that really like wow they're amazing that you got to meet uh well ricky is top of mind okay. ricky is top of mind not only because of uh, how amazing he is and uh, i mean he's lasted how many decades as an I mean, artist since the 80s yeah since, since so even earlier because he's like yeah since the 80s as yeah. uh with menudo. menudo um ricky is just i have pictures of him sitting in is he beautiful in person i never got to see him in person but um, he is. I saw him in he's concert. He's very warm. He's yeah. a very warm person. Like, he makes you feel that you're the only person in the room and he's paying attention to you. So he's not you. egotistic, diva no, like. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. Good. I got Good. to work very. I need to know that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to work closely with him when he was working at uh, in, in, in Broadway. When uh -huh. He was doing Le Miserables. Yeah. And then he was also working on General Hospital. Oh, my so, God. Yes. So I got I to work. That. Yeah. So I lived in New York, worked in New York, worked for Sony music um uh -huh. sony latin music and he was uh the main artist yes. of sony latin music then after that came shakira shakira is okay yeah shakira was very protected since she was very uh, very you, young you got to see her when she first arrived when she first, first arrived, arrived to States. jfk i was the one the one person that picked her up at the airport wow so <laughs> you're the one responsible for her invasion well, of america yeah. <laughs> she came in and it was like well who's the artist because i couldn't see past her manager yeah. her, past her parents past the personal yeah. assistant you know it was like i had to go through three different uh layers of layers to be able to get to her but yeah she was she was warm she was nice she was she didn't know but she was a big artist yet yeah and, and we all knew it i mean definitely what the directive was like she's gonna be huge wow. and we're like oh okay we'll take care of her yes. um i <laughs> Those are the two top. I mean, Olga Tañón is uh -huh. also great. It's also to see to see her magic on 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 stage is pretty pretty impressive. I mean, I remember seeing Olga Tañón um, at Madison Square Garden, and I'm backstage, and then I looked up and I saw the person. You know, like the Madison Square Garden hosts about twenty two thousand people, yes. and it was sold out. And I looked up, and all the way up there, there was a lady standing on her seat 
waving her arms. You know, yes. and I was like, wow, wow. that is that's impressive. Reaching. Yeah, that's reaching that's... when it's the like, last person. <laughs> it's and still they're like they're yeah. going all out for 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 them. Um, I've worked with several. Alejandro Sanz is a trip. Yeah. Alejandro Sanz is all about having a great time. <laughs> I, he was so much about having a great time. I took him to a sushi place and he got drunk on side. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys from Mana. The guys oh, from Mana God. are. Uh, oh my God! My They're biggest treat. Uh, I got to serve in the Obama administration, and his last Hispanic Heritage event was inviting Mana for Hispanic Heritage Month right. to play. Or was it Cinco de Mayo? I forget. No, I, I think, think it was Cinco de Mayo. Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. It was during Cinco de Mayo. They invited Mana over to the White House. And oh my God. Talk about 100 of the luckiest people to be in the East Wing listening to Mana. Right. And their greatest hits. Oh my God. Right. They're great performers. Great quality of, of, of human beings. Yes. Um, and they're very real. And... Uh, so I got to work with them when I was at Warner Music International, and they came to Madison Square Garden at the time. And um, I was in their, in their limo, and I was like, okay, so we have to go through here. And I was kind of like, you know, telling them where to go. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 we're not doing that. Go around the block because we need to take shots. We're taking shots right now. I'm like, what? <laughs> So they were taking tequila shots in their, in their oh limo my God. on their way to Rockstar rock star lifestyle. Yeah, that, that reminded me at that given point, I was like, this what it must feel to hang out with the Rolling Stones, you know, because yeah. they are the Rolling Stones of Mexico, you know, yeah. <laughs> so they are really, really sweet, really good people, like, great people, like, um, who, amazing. Who are the feature artists that are currently burn, burning up your playlist here? Oh, my Anderson. God, Osuna. Osuna. Osuna, 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 what hasn't Osuna done? Osuna has yeah. done bachata, Osuna has done, um, um, I would say the top top ten records right now. He must have like seven of them, wow. and the other three are led by Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, of a Bad Bunny. Oh my god, Bad Bunny. I mentor kids, and we had to do uh, Hispanic heritage, uh, Latinx folks. We wanted to write our own history books, so let's talk about people in our community. So I'm th I'm talking Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, yeah, and sure. you know. Sonia Sotomayor, and I'm like, how about you guys? You know, let's throw in some names. Bad Bunny. And I'm like, what? Bad what? Bunny, <laughs> Osuna, Cardi B, Daddy Yankee, J Balvin, you know. That's I'm like, I who is to. this Bad Bunny? But after the last half year, well, this past year, now we all know who Bad Bunny is. Yeah, he's the he's guy that was on the Jimmy Ch Fallon show. He's yeah. the guy that ain't sang about Puerto Rico and Estamos Bien. Yeah. Um, Oof, that was so yeah. powerful. Oh, my God. Yeah. To us, I mean, to me, Puerto Rican, to see a fellow Puerto Rican on the Tonight Show yeah. and actually singing about Puerto Rican, saying, you know what? We're okay. Estamos bien. Oof, it was yeah. powerful, powerful, super powerful. Um, and then he did make me laugh at the uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade because his, his lyrics are very explicit. <laughs> and uh, he was like, there he is, what a, what a, I think Sour Patch Kids or something. And they all say, oh, they say, oh, yo. And I'm like, oh my God, no. But, uh, you know, we have to take it with a grain of salt. You know, we, we, we that's the way we Latinos speak. Yeah. We, we just say, you know, the big words here and there. And we cannot pretend for the artists to be uh, uh, politically correct anymore. So, how is radio going to stay at the top of its game? By being involved in the community. Yeah. Um, if you don't identify with the radio station, you don't feel that the radio station is a voice to you and to your community, then there is no no, no way 
that you could listen to them because then you you're listening to them like an alien yeah. um, station just playing music and you just don't identify. Um, I'm lucky enough to work with um, people like Patricia Lima and, and, and our famous Chepe who are always involved in something in the community. If they're not if they're not doing something for a sponsor and going all out to make sure that their business are taken care of, um, they are doing something within the community as far as like for example this Sunday we're gonna be giving away uh, toys with uh, with Enlace Latino which is the, the the Metro DC Police Department so mm -hmm. we're celebrating Reyes and, and we, Reyes. We're, so we give and take uh, um, you know the gifts for Reyes and we're celebrating with everyone so that that's the type of approach that we definitely have in radio that we need to keep in radio because otherwise then we you're gonna lose to all these digital platforms that are just robotic and just gonna play the music that you want to hear all the time. So for people, because we have a lot of listeners in Texas mm -hmm. who want to listen to your programming, to your to your little baby, how can they stream it online? Oh, that's easy. You could either um, go to elsol1079.com. Or even simpler than that, go and download radio.com. It's an application, and then from there you look for Washington, D.C., Latino stations, and there it is. Well, thank you so much, Candy. For, no, thank you for this for opportunity. For all this work that you're doing in the community and for connecting <coughs> us to memories, music, Absolutely. Magic. Oh, well, there the is air. a little bit of magic behind <laughs> the radio, and um, I'm, I'm glad to, to, to share this with you, and I thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Kenny.